Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the um, UFISC Spotify podcast. You're listening to um, diff- an interview about uh, highlighting a student experience with uh, Tegan Havemeyer today. Um, we'll go through and ask Tegan about her experience and hear what she has to say and any advice she has for anyone who wants to go in the same role. So, Tegan, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. How are you, Kenny? I'm doing just fine. I'm also here, um, Kenny Marshner. I'm here with Jackson Tyndall. Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. And, uh, yeah. So, Tegan, we have uh, some questions prepared for you today. You know, this will be more conversational style. And feel free to answer as much or as little as you like. Okay? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So, could you state exactly what company or department you worked for in your internship? Yeah, so over the past summer, so summer 2022, I was working at ABB, and they're sort of an internationally based company, and they have a bunch of different divisions, and I was doing supply chain with them, uh, specifically within their electrification unit and the factory I was in. It was Mebane, North Carolina. It's kind of dubbed Factory of the Future, I think, probably within the company. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily called that um, everywhere, but it was the majority of the product lines that were there were like load centers and uh, panel boards, things of that nature. So you're in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. What city? Uh, Mebane, but I ended up living a little bit further out just to have a little bit more of a youthful area so i was ended up subleasing from college students out of chapel hill oh, okay nice yeah made it really easy to find living over the summer and yeah. when you find like a college town so you were hanging out with unc students over the summer yeah it was, <laughs> it was kind of fun it was it was a little interesting that the ended up being with like three other people that were in and out depending on sort of what semester that they were taking classes uh, but it was definitely really nice to have like roommates uh, that knew the area too mm-hmm. so we could go out and do more stuff that wasn't just uh, me exploring on my own cool gotcha. yeah so um Tegan, what was um, your official job title with uh, Airbnb with your internship? Yeah, so my official job title was supply chain intern, but there was actually two other interns there at that exact location that were also supply chain. Mm -hmm. Um, And since I had my industrial and systems engineering degree, um, they sort of had me more in a manufacturing role um, Mm -hmm. just because they did have so many people uh, doing the supply chain, so it was a bit of a hybrid between supply chain and manufacturing. How'd you find gotcha. out about the internship or the opportunity? Yeah, so I actually did an internship with them the previous year, so I was doing sales engineering with them originally. I actually did it for seven months, and the way that I found out about the company, because uh, I think a lot of people don't really know what ABB is, they actually took over like General Electric's like electrification products, um, so a lot of their products actually do still have that GE logo on it, and it's slowly getting phased out to be ABB products. Um, but I, I attended a seminar, and they were there. And then when I kind of reached out afterwards, I genuinely – I was just a sophomore when I was in that seminar. 
I just went up to the guy that was presenting and I handed well I didn't hand him my resume I kind of talked to him and I was like would you be interested in looking at my resume uh, and he was like yeah totally just send me an email with it and he had this whole thing in his presentation about asking for the order he was like you're never going to get an internship if you don't straight up ask for it and so that was sort of my subject line was asking for the order and he loved that um, and he told me he was like we don't usually uh, have sophomores as interns but you know you, it entertained me so much and I thought you were you were very like go-getter for it so I ended up doing that internship and I wanted to see something other than sales that was a little bit more relative to the IC degree so I ended up doing supply chain the following summer mm. gotcha and how would you say like that sales role that you had with ABB how would you say that helped you in like this if like if in the uh, like the supply chain manufacturing role that you did the second time yeah so one of the things about the sales so I have my minor in sales engineering and one of the big parts of being in that sales division for seven months was I got to know a lot about the products so I was actually in contact with a lot of the customers so our customers were like distributors not necessarily the end users um, and because of that I got a lot of very fun interactions so you you have to learn how to phrase things correctly you learn sort of more an external view of things so I was experiencing a lot of the supply chain problems firsthand and I had to interact with a lot of the people uh, that were working in supply chain and even though I didn't necessarily have the tools myself to maybe go to a manufacturing plant like I did the following summer and help fix those problems so you sort of see like the outside view of it and um, it, it kind of gives you an appreciation you have these people that have these orders that they're trying to get out to their customers and they might be like two three months late so kind of get a little more sympathy from that and then also just from a uh interacting with the customer and your team so it's very multidisciplined because when i was trying to figure out how all these products were, i was communicating with engineers um on the product lines i was communicating with the supply chain manufacturers i was there was a lot of different moving parts that i felt as an industrial engineer i was very um I was able to pick up on it very quickly. Uh, and then after experiencing all these supply chain issues, it was sort of just like, okay, let me see what I can do on the inside. So that's sort of what I did the next summer. Cool. So you kind of like, kind of built your way into it from one summer to the next. Yes, exactly. Cool. So could you describe your, and you feel free to go as far in depth as you want, describe mm -hmm. your responsibilities that came with the internship? Uh, which one? Um, the the supply chain one. Yeah. So uh, basically, I didn't even know what I was going to be doing until the day I got there. It was mm -hmm. kind of crazy. I felt like a lot of my friends and maybe other engineerings uh, had like a general idea of sort of the role. I genuinely only knew that I was going to be a supply chain intern. <laughs> so I showed up the first day and I was honestly, I was surprised how many young people were there. But on top of that, I was surprised how many Italians were there. It's a very uh, international company. And my manager, he sat down. His name was Matteo. He sat me down and he was like, okay, here's the, here's the thing. We have this product line. Um, it was specifically medium voltage switch gear. And it just got moved here. And we need to find space for all these breakers. And we also need to figure out the layout um, for the actual um, machines that and the assembly lines that mm -hmm. they're building them in. 
And so I had that responsibility. That was sort of my main task that I did as an intern separate from the other ones. So that was more of like on the manufacturing side slash um, supply chain hybrid type thing. But I was also doing Kanban. So you learn a lot about this in the lean manufacturing course. And so I was putting, I think I put about over like 150 materials on the Kanban system over the course of the three months that I was there. And it was very much uh, sort of not necessarily self-learning. I had uh, several manufacturing engineers there. ABB has a rotational program that they do when you graduate full-time to go work for them. So there was a couple people that were very similar to my age that were technically full-time that had been there several months before me that had sort of been starting to work on this this Kanban project. So I think they did a lot of the uh, tweaking before I got there. And they were on a different product line. So I was given my own product line to put on the Kanban. Um, And so I was doing that for the low voltage switch gear. So sort of going through, uh, going on to SAP, SAP and then figuring out the amount of product that was being used. So a lot of their problems was that they either had too much inventory of something or not enough inventory of something to be able to build the amount that they needed uh, weekly or biweekly. So it was my responsibility to figure out to, by talking to the people on the assembly line who kind of have been there for years and then also comparing that to the data that I'm getting on SAP and trying to find that like perfect number that we can store that's also on the line for them to quickly grab and then go through the cycle. Mm-hmm. So did you take did you take lean before you did the internship? I actually didn't, but it would have been very helpful. I remember I showed up one day and so, like I said before, my, my manager was Italian, and he had a very thick accent, and he was, he was telling me, like, all these terms with, like, Kanban and stuff like that. And I was like, what is Kanban? I don't know what this is. So I would, like, it's, I would spend the whole meeting, like, I would, I would, like, be writing notes, but the whole time I'm like, I just really don't know what this is. So then I'd have to go back to my computer and um, sort of search it up because I, I think I misheard it, too. And I was like, I thought it said, like, Combine. I thought that's what he was saying. So I was, like, searching up, like, combine system. And then, like, this, like, whole machine was coming up. And I was like, I don't think this is what he means. <laughs> and at one point, I had to, like, go up to another engineer. So that it, it, it wasn't necessarily having a thick accent. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Please help me. Um, and luckily, there was a lot of um, people willing to help. And once I kind of had a better idea of these terms, I was able to really pick it up quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, if... I'm sure a lot of people have been in internships where they kind of just get thrown into the fire. And at first it's very stressful, but after like maybe I like to say like the three or four week rule, you have an idea of what you're doing and it's more like doing your job instead of figuring out what Mm. your job is. So getting comfortable. Exactly. So if besides the lean class that you didn't take before, were there any classes in your degree that helped you in the role? Yeah, so I think engineering economy is honestly a very underrated class. It has a lot to do – you'd be surprised how much Excel pops up in internships. It's it's crazy, and I honestly had never been officially taught how to use Excel. I obviously knew how to type things in, maybe some things up here and there. Um, but being able to sort of, like, quickly click things through uh, – also, we did a couple things related to – decision support systems so we actually connected sap to uh the excel spreadsheets and so instead of going in one by one into uh each of the different uh 
products. So you'd have to search into the, the product code in SAP, and then you'd have to go somewhere else, somewhere else. Copy and paste, put it onto the Excel sheet. Uh, basically, all you had to do was we already knew what every single one of the sort of like the SKUs and stuff like that or like the product numbers within it. We already knew what all those were. Um, so instead of manually doing that for every single unit we kind of had a list where in one column there was all those numbers and then we created a macro that when connected to sap it did all the calculations for us and it took like maybe five minutes to do it all whereas it probably would have taken us like four hours and the benefit with that too is that anyone could use it not just like a supply chain um person so maybe one of the engineers for some reason needs some of that info they didn't have to know anything about sap they could just refer to the excel sheet Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool that's the magic of ise right yeah exactly (laughs) do what usually takes six hours and five minutes might Mm -hmm. take 10 hours to make it but then after that it's great (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah um so tegan what would you say um like out of all the experience you had in that supply chain manufacturing role, what would you say you liked the most about it? Yeah, so I honestly, I I enjoyed the manufacturing side of it a little bit more than the supply chain side uh, because I did get to work with a lot more different people. So uh, I was working specifically with the main engineer on that line and we got to sit in a room and we were sort of mocking stuff up within AutoCAD for in terms of the layout of everything. And then I sort of got to go around with like a literal measuring tape and I was measuring out how wide the shelves are, how many breakers can we fit. So it was a lot of that stuff that was very visual. And then it was crazy because maybe like four days after I did all of that, uh, I would go contact the maintenance people and then you'd see them on the forklifts lifting up the breakers Mm -hmm. to put them in that place and moving the other material to the other places that I found for that material. So it was very visual for me, whereas I feel like with the supply chain stuff, it wasn't as visual. I knew it was helping, but I couldn't really see it as much, at least in a shorter period of time. So I definitely really liked seeing the changes happening. Gotcha. Um, What do you think, what did you learn from your experience that you think will help you in in the future? Uh, I definitely think the... Sorry, just like in technical and just like personal too. Technical. So I think on the technical side, I got really, really good with the macros in Excel just because that project took me a while and I felt like it was probably the most beneficial thing that I left there. And I also believe that from a sort of personal side, I did have to work with a lot of different people. And when you're working with people on the assembly line versus engineers, and I'm also working with Italians and Americans, everyone has very different cultural as well as um, academic like levels to it. Mm. So I'm taking input from the assembly line people, and they're working with it every day. Um, but there's also the engineers who might have like a higher level perspective of it, but they aren't necessarily on the line. So you're trying to interpret everyone's advice and taking everything with a grain of salt. 
Uh, and of course, everyone uh, that I was working with from the layout, there was a bunch of different engineers and some people had were coming from a safety perspective. Some were coming from a speed perspective. Um, and so you're you're trying to take all this information and you're also almost the mediator. Uh, I, I know there was a couple times where I went to move some some stuff on the line and I didn't necessarily ask the assembly line people first and that turned into a big thing because I didn't necessarily think that through so one of the things that I learned is that you need to make sure that everyone who has a piece in it moving are consulted Um, and even if they don't agree you sort of have to ask them okay why don't you agree because sometimes it'll lead to a different situation because a lot of the time it's just well I don't want it to change and then if you can then figure out a way to tell them it's good to change um, and sort of come to an understanding that's a lot better than just moving it without asking them, which is definitely not the way to go. <laughs> yeah, or just like not, not explaining why and just doing it anyway. Exactly. I think we can get in a habit of changing things. And obviously we know we've done all the calculations. We figured out like, oh, this is going to optimize it. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's not the way someone's used to it and they don't know how to do it properly, so specifically with like Kanban, if you can't explain how Kanban works, it's not going to work. Like if the people on the line don't know how to like bring the card around, it's just the system isn't going to work if the people that are performing the system don't know what they're doing or why it's helpful. Yeah, you got to get them to buy in. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that's that's a lot of the times the hardest part, well, especially when you're an intern. I think you don't have as much uh, like clout, I guess, as like a full time worker. I'm like coming in. I'm I'm like five foot one, right? I'm a, I'm a girl on like this assembly floor, and there's these like 50, 60 year old men who have been there for like longer than I'm alive, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna move this over there, and so it might not go over well with them. But Sweet. so you kind of gotta like get. You got to get understanding with them, and and eventually by the end of the internship, they were, whenever I came to the floor, they were actually happy. Mm. At first, I, I know they probably rolled their eyes a couple times when they saw me marching down across. I was just like, "Oh boy, it's a long summer ahead of me." <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's it's glad that you highlighted, especially just how much like industrial and systems engineering is more like people oriented job, especially where mm. it's not just your with like one group of engineers or like just on one team you're interacting with everybody yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so um i'll go ahead and ask as well tegan um so would you say that experience with supply chain manufacturing would that influence like what you want to do um for like a full-time job or for your future or where you might want to work and like how would you say if it has changed anything like how would you say it's changed So for me personally, I, especially now I'm in my fourth year and I'm actually in simulations now and it's genuinely probably my favorite class I've taken. And so I think I take a lot of the information that I got in those internships and it's shaped in terms of it it directs you where you don't want to go and it also directs you where you do. So Mm -hmm. especially because I had that hybrid role, I know that I kind of prefer the manufacturing setting over like purely supply chain um and i also enjoyed um because of that i enjoyed like setting up the assembly line stuff like that and i think it plays a lot into the simulations piece so i kind of like the data behind it too Mm -hmm. so kind of like i was saying when i was setting up the macros with the sap i I think i'm definitely more data oriented now and i've had a Mm -hmm. lot more of those data classes 
And so in terms of that, I think that I know I want to work in some sort of manufacturing company. Um, but if I want my role to necessarily be supply chain or manufacturing engineering, I couldn't be totally sure because I think it changes as well from company to company, the type of things you're doing in those roles. Um, but I think something along the lines of working with the assembly lines and and making them better, um, uh, that would be where I want to go with it, but probably just more on a, a theoretical side. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we have one more question for you, and it is, what advice do you have for students who might work in a similar, similar role or just any kind of internship in ISC? Yeah, I would say just not to be scared when you first get there. I think it's a lot of information that gets thrown on you every single time. Uh, in both my internships, I just remember the first couple of weeks being so overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know why they hired me. I don't know what I'm doing. And then by the end of it, they were like, we're so sad to see you go. Like, you did so much work. And I, looking back, it was definitely it was so, so transformative over the like short period of time and long period of time. Um, because I just did I did a seven month and then I did a three month inter internship. Um, and kind of along those lines, I wouldn't be afraid to do those longer internships. You definitely, I definitely got a lot out of the seven-month one that I don't think I could have in three months. Um, I remember at the end of my supply chain internship being like, oh, my God, I have so much more I could do. Um, but now I have to go. And I'm ha I was happy to go back to UF because I, I love UF. But I definitely think that you get a lot out the more time you put into it. And so when when you go in and you're very overwhelmed and you don't know what you're doing, you kind of just got to, like, trust yourself and what you know. And mm -hmm. even if, obviously, I went into the supply chain, I hadn't taken any of those courses and I was learning on the job. And it's it's going to pop up eventually in your degree somewhere. And, like, now I'm in lean manufacturing this semester and we're learning about Kanban. I was like... <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So, so like, this easier. is amazing. Yeah. And so I just wouldn't be too scared. I wouldn't underestimate yourself because I think as I use, we definitely have the skill set to learn things pretty quick mm -hmm. as well as just like understand these concepts. So even if it's something that you haven't necessarily taken in your curriculum yet, don't be afraid to try it. I think it's also great to just know. Because you're going to learn stuff that you wouldn't in your curriculum. Like, mm -hmm. it sounds so easy in lean manufacturing. They're like, yeah, you just print out these cards, figure out how exactly how many you need. But how do you find that demand? How do you find all that stuff? So it's it gives you a, a better in-depth. So I definitely encourage just if it sounds interesting, go for it. Apply for it. You don't necessarily have to think that you're qualified because you're probably more qualified than you think. Mm. Definitely good advice because I know people deal with that imposter syndrome a lot oh yeah <laughs> so, i'm and, guilty <laughs> yeah and it'll make your classes easier once you go back to uf so yeah it's a win-win <laughs> exactly okay kenny anything else nothing for me all right, all right thanks guys yeah thank you so much for coming on the show um hopefully the students that listen to it will i'm sure they will if they listen to it they'll gain valuable information and advice hopefully so <laughs> thanks again uh, have a good rest of the day, and yeah. All, All right. right, bye.